Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesday's Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. First of all, um, I want to apologize for the late broadcast of this episode. Um, if you have missed the notice on social media, um, we have experienced um, several huge power outages that makes it very difficult for me to do the recording. So that is why um, most of the programs on Faith Over Fear Ministries channels will be delayed by a day or two. Okay, so I want to thank you in advance for um, your patience and understanding um, about this situation. Okay, uh, let's get to today's question. Now, today's question is, what is God like? Now, maybe a lot of you guys will think it's a silly question and a very easy question to answer. But do you really know how to answer this question if someone would approach you that is an unbeliever and would really like to know what the God of the Bible is like? Because nowadays there are a lot of gods but there is only one true God, and that's the God of the Bible. Would you be able to answer this question? So that is why we are um, looking into this question to help you out if you are ever approached by a question like this. Now, every culture in the history of the world has had some concept of what God is like. Some have assumed that God is in control of the weather and have made images of a storm God throwing lightning bolts around. For example, Baal worship in Canaan. Some have assumed that God is very powerful and so they worship the most powerful thing they could see, like the sun in Ra worship in Egypt. Others have assumed that God is everywhere and therefore have worshipped everything, pantheism, in Stoic philosophy. Some have assumed that God is unknowable and have turned to agnosticism or, just to cover their bases, have worshipped an unknown God, which is talked about in um, Acts 17 verse 23. The problem with each of these assumptions is that they only get part of the picture of who God is. Yes, God is in control of the weather, but He is also in control of so much more. He is powerful, but much more powerful than the sun. He is everywhere, but He also transcends everything. And thankfully, there, while there are some things we don't understand about God, He is knowable. In fact, he has revealed everything we need to know about him in the Bible. God wants to be known according to Psalm 46 verse 10. Norman Giesler and Frank Turek in their book I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist state the following. Truth is discovered, not invented. It exists independent of anyone's knowledge of it like gravity existed prior to Newton. Truth is transcultural. If something is true, it is true for all people in all places at all times. Like for example, 2 plus 2 equals 4 for everyone everywhere at every time. Then thirdly, truth is unchanging. 
even though our beliefs about truth change. When we began to believe the earth was round instead of flat, the truth about the earth didn't change, only our belief about the earth changed. Therefore, as we try to ascertain what God is like, we are simply trying to discover truths already there. First, God exists. The Bible never argues for God's existence. It simply states it. The fact that God is, sh- that God is should be self-evident through the works he has created. Psalm 19 verse 1 to 6 and then Genesis 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. This is a simple yet powerful statement. The universe includes time, space and matter and energy so that all discernible elements in the universe came into being by God's decree. Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity states that all time, space and matter had a definite simultaneous beginning. What has a beginning has a cause. That is the law of causality. And the fact of God easily explaining the ultimate cause. God is the creator of all that is. And so we know something else about him. He is almighty. Joel 1 verse 15. He is eternally self-existent. Psalm 19 verse 2. And he exists above and beyond all of creation. Psalm 97 verse 9. The same God who made all things also controlled those things. He is sovereign. Isaiah 46 verse 10. He who creates an item owns it and has power to utilize it as he sees fit. The ultimate cause has ultimate authority. In Isaiah 44 verse 24, God presents himself as the one who has made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by himself. The next verse says that he overthrows the learning of the wise and turns it into nonsense. This is obviously a God with power and to do as he pleases. God is spirit, John 4 verse 24, and cannot be represented by any created thing. In fact, the attempt to create such a representation is blasphemous. Exodus 20 verse 4 to 6. God is unchanging, Malachi 3 verse 6. God is all-knowing, 1 John 3 verse 20. And all-present, Psalm 139 Verse 7 to 13. He is holy and glorious. Isaiah 6 verse 3. He is just. Deuteronomy 32 verse 4. And will justly judge all sin and unrighteousness. You can read about this in June 1 verse 15. The judgment of God highlights another truth about what he is like. He is a moral being. C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity makes the case that just as there exists observable laws of nature like gravity, entropy, etc., there are also observable laws of morality. He writes, First, that human beings all over the earth have the curious idea that they ought to behave in a certain way and cannot really get rid of it. Secondly, 
that they do not in fact behave in that way. They know the law of nature. They break it. These two facts are the foundation of all clear thinking about ourselves and the universe we live in. Despite varied um, ideas about what constitutes right and wrong, there is a universal belief that right and wrong exist. And this is a reflection of the God who made us. You can read about this in Genesis 1 verse 26 and Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11. When Jesus entered our world, he showed us the Father, John 14 verse 7 to 9. Through Jesus, we understand that God seeks to save the lost, Luke 19 verse 10. He is compassionate, Matthew 14 verse 14. He is merciful, Luke 6 verse 36. And he is forgiving, Matthew 9 verse 1 to 8. At the same time, Jesus shows us that God will judge unrepentant sin. Luke 13 verse 5, and that God is angry with those who live falsely and refuse to acknowledge the truth. Matthew 23. Most of all, Jesus showed us that God is love. 1 John 4 verse 8. It was in love that God sent his son into the world. John 3 verse 16. It was in love that Jesus died on the cross for sinners. Romans 5 verse 8. It is in love that God still calls sinners to repentance, to experience the grace of God and to be called the children of God. 1 John 3 verse 1 I hope you have a better understanding now of who and what this wonderful God we serve is like and that you will be able to answer this very question if someone approached you with it. Have a blessed day till we meet again. Shalom.